0: This episode brought to you by the Roster of Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterofmedia.com.
1: Outstanding. Here we are once again. Here we are once again, me and the we Lord. We are, just the two of us. Just the Ooze, two of us.
0: Ooze doing big things without us.
1: Congratulations to Ooze. He got a new job at my old job, and he's doing big things. We're all busy people. It's ridiculous that we even get on, have time to get on here and talk fantasy, but we do. Lance, how you doing?
0: Doing okay. Could be better fantasy-wise, but doing
1: okay. Amen to that. Halfway through the season, we missed you guys last week. Hope you guys missed us, but we're back. We're going to deliver the fantasy goodness. We're going to get into the studs, the duds of week 10, give you some waiver wire pickups, and we'll be back You know, later on this week with another show for week 11 preview. But um, first, some news. I don't have a drop, so pretend the drop is playing everyone. So Aaron Jones out for maybe one to two weeks with a knee injury that he suffered during this past game. We got Baker with a mild knee contusion, and he is day-to-day. Patterson is probably out for Thursday's game with a high ankle sprain he got during the Cowboys game where they got just trampled on. Everyone, if you haven't noticed, Cam let the world know that he is back with the Panthers.
0: Let's let's calm down on that. Take it was two plays. <laughs> <laughs> he had he, all four yards in the whole game.
1: My man had to let the world know he's back, and you, you know if Ooze was here, he'd have a lot to say. So I he's just had to bring it up. A long
0: way, a long way to catch Cousins at this rate. <laughs> I just had to bring it up
1: uh cd got hurt i think either on the last play of the last game or somewhat kind of minor injury but he should be fine and good to go for the next game against the chiefs and then ricky seal jones has a hip flexor he is out for week 11 and logan thomas is still on ir so not a lot of tight end options in washington
0: anything else you want to add lance no, we're waiting for some people to come back from their injuries, i.e. Antonio Brown. And we're waiting for Russell Wilson to still come back. I true, don't know true. who they who they put out there, but that wasn't Russell. <laughs> this is
1: very true. So let's get into the studs and duds of week 10. Um, you want to start with the duds or the studs first? You tell me.
0: Uh, let's start with the duds. Let's go duds. All right.
1: So, at quarterback, it seems like, I can't remember if Baker got injured during that game or, or what.
0: No, he was not injured. He was just playing the Patriots. Right? Okay. He was playing Bill Belichick and Bill Belichick. If you're not a good quarterback, he's just definitely going to eat you up defensively.
1: But he didn't. He wasn't playing at one point, but down at the bottom, we got Baker, but he's not that big of a deal, but more noticeable names, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, uh, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson being one of the big ones after coming back from that injury. Um, Herbert might've hurt you if you didn't get, you know, if you need him to score big and let's say Tom Brady, because he usually scores up in the thirties. You only got 13. Well, Herbert,
0: but- Herbert, Brady, Brady, you got later on in the draft. Although he was at the top for most of the season, uh, these last two weeks have been kind of slow and low for him. Yeah, Herbert's going to hurt because I know most people took him before the fifth round. So you put a lot of draft capital into that, and for these kinds of returns, week over week for the last three, three, four weeks, been kind of uh, disappointing for how much you paid for him.
1: Yep. So out of those names, who are you kind of worried about? I mean. Obviously, Russ just got back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had the week off because of COVID. Tom Brady and Matt Stafford, in my opinion, had two bad games, I believe, back-to-back. And so, you know, those could be quite concerning. Oh, no, he was on a bye. (laughs) No wonder he (laughs) had a bad
0: week. In the same way that Antonio Brown has been falling from grace. (laughs) If you don't (laughs) play, you can't score. (laughs) Very true. Uh, yeah, Stafford, two two games are way lower than you expected. But, again, he's somebody you drafted later on. You may have been waiting on him, or maybe you traded for him midseason. In those cases, I mean, you're counting on something that's not there that hurts. But Justin Herbert's definitely the one that you really are, are worried about and looking like, am I going to need somebody else for the playoffs? Am I going to need a Derek Carr? Am I going to need P.J. Walker or Cam Newton? Um, yeah. Not that he's that low yet, but uh, I know some people may be looking for that kind of depth just in case.
1: Um, And just as a reminder, people, you know, Big Ben didn't play. Sam Darnold didn't play. I think another quarterback didn't play. But some, you know, streamers, if you are, you know, that low and didn't draft a quarterback maybe – Matt Ryan didn't do well if you're, you know, playing him. Just things to remember and consider. All right. Let's go to these wide running backs. Almost said wide receivers, but let's go to these running back duds. Um Cordell Patterson got injured during the game. I started him over um Thielen. Still one, but still, you know, wish I played Thielen, but Trying to see any big names here. Mike Davis, if people are still streaming him.
0: Do it this way. Go to um, go up to the top. You got this okay. in the SBN, right? Yeah. Go up to the top and you've got all, right? And you've got fantasy total. When we sort the other way. Trying to see. Um I don't thought that was going to be a better way to look at this, like based on, let's go to the projections, right? Let's see. Cause the projections are really going to show you where you were expecting somebody to have no points or you were expecting somebody to have high points and they ended up getting you nothing. So right there, that four points from, um, who is that? Cordell Patterson Pat- hurt, right? Either yeah. Daryl Henderson, that hurts. Josh Jacobs. I mean, Jacobs has been underperforming all year. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones only getting you ten points. That whole offense was just horrendous. I mean, yeah. the only thing that kept them in the game is the fact that uh, Russell was just terrible. Yeah. Um, the defense, Seattle's defense, held their their own in spite of that. Elijah Mitchell, that one hurts a little bit, and Miles Gaskin again.
1: Yeah. If he's not he's putting
0: just... up thirty points, he's putting up below ten. He's always on this list. is Javante Williams, uh, I really don't know what to do with that guy.
1: Now, I read something on Twitter or something like that. He has, like, the most forced missed tackles. And then after him is Jonathan Taylor. But the biggest problem is this guy right Jonathan here. Jonathan Taylor's Melvin. put
0: up 1,000 yards in the last nine games, and this guy's put up six hundred uh, 400, 400 yeah. yards maybe. But the big problem, I feel, is that Melvin Gordon's just there. They've given him the but goal he's line. he's only an 8 point. Like, like, I would expect with a Teddy Bridgewater, a game manager, right, you would expect their running to be able to do, be a little better. So mm-hmm. the line's obviously not doing enough. If he's got to break all those tackles, and yet he's still – like, when I hear somebody breaking tackles, they're leading the league in broken tackles and yards after the first contact, and yet they're averaging seven points as a fantasy option, that means he's getting touched in the backfield.
1: True. Okay. Yeah,
0: I'm fine. Right. So you're you're not breaking a tackle on the second level. You're not breaking the tackle after the line of scrimmage. You're breaking it at, at the line of scrimmage or behind, because that means you're getting two three yards on the run, <laughs> but you're only averaging two three yards on a run. So, like you're getting all the yards after first contact, but that's not a good stat. That's not something that you want to see out of your running back. That's why you're here, Law. You're laying the law down. That's why you're here. To all right. Keep you this, they don't call me law for nothing. So let's keep it moving. Let's go to these these uh, wide receivers. Let's well, by. Seattle, Seattle, both of those wide receivers are definitely going to be unperform- underperforming for you. Oh, yeah. Um, which is terrible because just last game, they got back to where they needed to be. A.J. Brown didn't do much
1: despite yeah. them winning. That killed me because, well, I still won in this league. The guy forgot to set his lineup, but still. A.J. Brown, you're killing me. Only,
0: like, two points, three points in this league. Yeah, Scary Terry didn't do much. I mean, nine points is respectable for a flex maybe, but definitely not for a number one right receiver. These two right here ail me.
1: Mike Williams, a little fall from grace, and D.J. Moore, I was just hoping maybe with Cam he would be able to do something since Mm -hmm. he was such a high draft pick, but
0: Mm – these Amari two. Cooper probably hurts you too.
1: Yeah. Um, um. So any of these guys you're really concerned about? AJ Brown. DJ Moore is still going to
0: be a low side, right? Even though you took Darnold out of the option. PJ Walker is not hitting him enough. Cam Newton's not somebody who can air it out. Um, not that we've seen in Carolina or in on the Patriots. Uh, so I don't expect it to change too much once he learns the playbook. Um, I just think that offense is is uh, flawed. Um, outside of CMC, it's it's not much. Elijah Moore, I mean, that's probably the most you're going to get out of him um, on a week-to-week basis. Elijah Moore, he had 11 points. You're looking yeah. at Hilton. But yeah. you're looking – well, I'm just saying that's the most you're going to get out of Elijah Moore. 11 no, points is probably true. the high end going forward. Um yeah, so I'm just I I'm not worried about Mike Williams. I know what he is now. That's exactly what he is. He'll be putting up four or five points for you. Maybe he'll put up an 18, 20 point game when he catches a touchdown. But unless he's got touchdowns, he's not. He's not Keaton Allen. He's not running his crisp routes. And Herbert's just not what he was at the beginning of the year. Yeah.
1: It is killing me. All right, let's go tight ends.
0: Kelsey got back a little bit, right? But he's only really beaten his projection by two and a half points. Yeah. Um, Darren Waller, again, yeah. I, I say this every time. Like, I'm not surprised that he's only putting up four points. Um, I don't know what he is, where he stands in the tight end discussion at the end of the year right now. Um, but it's not good. Um anybody else we're worried about? These two knocks. Fallen off from grace is hurting a lot of people. And so does Dal- uh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz and Dawson Knox were people that we were dreaming about. Yeah. Four weeks ago. And now they're, they've come back down to the regression to the mean. for These uh, two.
1: These two hurt just like the other two I mentioned in the wide receivers. Hawk and Gusecki. Come on guys. Goose eggs does not help anybody. Cause sometimes you can win by less than a point or something and if mm-hmm. you just gave us a catch we might be
0: one in a, a you know a week here yeah, the problem with Miami is they have three three tight ends with the same kind of build um and, and unfortunately uh, some of those other tight ends have been getting touches now I think one of the tight ends that was taking it from Gasecki got hurt this past week so maybe there will be more for Gasecki to do mm-hmm. um and I think Kasekis more of a better run blocker than the other two are. So he tends to be in there on the rundowns too, and not always there for the pass downs. Um, so that might change slightly, but yeah, Gusecki hurts.
1: And then we had our boy who was lighting it up past couple of weeks, Pat Fermouth. And he only had three points. He was only projected seven
0: points. That was a bad game though, right? It wasn't the starting quarterback. Ben wasn't in there. Dwayne Haskins. Apparently, was listless during uh, workouts and, and, and stuff. I know some people were in Twitter and defending him, saying everybody's looking at their phones. Yeah, but you're talking, you're talking about people who aren't the quarterback. This is a totally different position when you're talking about the quarterback. And Haskins, there may be a lot of hate on Haskins because they just don't like him coming out of Ohio State. They think he's not in shape as a quarterback, and he's just not committed. And they may all still be true, but what is this coach is expecting, right? And I don't think it's hard to get an understanding. Maybe Rivera might not tell you what you want. I don't think Tomlin's that guy. He'll tell you straight out what he expects out of you at your position. You are going to be held at a different position. You're getting paid in a different position. Quarterbacks get paid a heck of a lot more, even as a backup, than they do third, fourth string five, uh, wide receiver. So you're getting paid different. You need to act different. There's going to be different responsibilities. And Haskins just not being there for him. They trotted out Mason Rudolph. We all know how terrible he is.
1: <laughs>
0: this is true.
1: Again, guys, the law dropping the knowledge on all of us. So let's flip it around to the studs. We're going to start with the tight ends since we're here. Um, Hunter not, Henry, not
0: big studs, but, but decent studs. I yeah. mean, I would expect 20 points out of one or two. Re- tight ends but this year I don't think there's been a lot of high scoring tight ends it's it's just not been a tight end year uh, which we we discussed
1: you know preseason, maybe a little bit before in the show on the show as well it's just tight ends are just so hard such a such a crap shoot sometimes and that's mainly why FFPC kind of has the 1.54 tight ends and I wish that's something you could like customize in other leagues because that would make you know some of the aspects a little bit more enjoyable but anyway we digress we've got Hunter Henry Kelsey Andrews Coughlin um George Kittle and I would say probably stops around Dan Arnold Austin Hooper Gerald Everett um any guy you kind of think this was the norm? Any guy you think this is just one-time show, like Hunter Henry? Think Hunter Henry, yeah. Because I think they put up
0: one-time. 45 points. Yeah, you know? they put up 45 points. He was eating it on that particular defense. Um, they're going against Atlanta, who isn't exactly a great defense, but, again, like you, New England's hard to ch- tell. You can have no idea. I mean, Jacoby Myers just had his first career touchdown. Yeah. So we're talking about Mac Jones is going to get his points, and he might be a serviceable backup on your team. But outside of him, I mean, Indian Harris was hurt last week, so I don't know who they had at him running back. But they were playing with a bunch of players that you probably wouldn't normally pick up on your team and try and start. And Hunter Henry fits that that mold. Although he he's averaging nine point three a game. In, in one of our leagues okay. so it, he he's in the top 10 I yeah mean, he's above Kyle Pitts
1: and then someone Cody our DFS uh, you know partner in crime here usually talks about on his podcast or you know throwing lineups is Dan Arnold so that's someone you might want to you know If you really need a tight end stream, maybe you want to look at Dan Arnold because, you know, he might have these games where he gets double digits. And that's kind of what you're aiming and hoping for when it comes to tight ends. People, you're not looking for big, big numbers, big, huge games, obviously will happen time to time. But if you get that solid nine to 12 points, then, you know, you're a little happy here with your tight ends, especially picking them off off of waivers. Mm -hmm. Let's go wide receivers now, Lance. We've got one of the biggest, I would say, to me, surprises of the year,
0: Mr. Debo Samuel. Um, Especially because, against that defense. You that had yes. expected that defense to be something different um, because of the way that they played everybody. But the last two weeks have been a little, little bit different. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, Debo has moved himself up into second place in the wide receiver uh, average per game, yep. um, which is great for those who picked them. Sucks if you got Brandon Ayuk because they just kept going to Debo. Yeah. Um,
1: but other guys on this list Stefan Diggs, CD Lamb, Tyreek Hill with two touchdowns, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Smith, Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup with some uh, late game action, Brian Edwards, Hunter Renfro, and Jamal Agnew with a nice little touchdown run during the game. So, uh, it's good to see Stefan Diggs.
0: Um, what did OBJ end up doing in his first game?
1: Oh, hardly anything. I think it was like two points. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay. Going.
0: So he's got his Cleveland stat line. All right. <laughs> I mean, I want to keep an eye on that um, because it is possible that he will eat into Cooper Cup's production. Um, but the likelihood of that actually happening, it, it, he probably just taking Robert Woods' role, unfortunately. Uh, get better, get better soon, Robert. But um, he's going to take that role in the meantime. And that role wasn't that big this year. Um, Cooper Cup and, and Stafford have had a very kinetic, telekinetica relationship so far this season.
1: Yes. So he only had three targets, two catches, 18 yards, and two fantasy points. But let's look at Robert Woods real fast. I want to look at something that since we're on it, so I mean, okay, these first three games, not so great, but I mean, obviously you picked Woods before Cooper Cup, but yep. because Cooper Cup is outshadowing Woods and doing so great, these last games four through nine, I mean,
0: it's not terrible. You say no, this the is twenty-one an point of- and nineteen point is good. Yeah, But the, the 10 and the 12 is, is kind of low for what you drafted him at. Correct. So uh,
1: the draft value isn't there, but it's not like he totally screwed your team some weeks. You know, um, if you lost, I would say it wasn't necessarily because of Robert Woods every week. So hopefully yeah. OBJ doesn't t- eat into Cooper Cup. That's all we're hoping. But, you know, like uh, Lance said, get well soon. Robert Woods, he was on one of my teams, and I'm fairly, very upset with uh, where things are going now.
0: I mean, I'm going to throw you under the bus here. You were just trying to shop him. You were trying to shop him before he got hurt. You are just upset he hadn't had the trade value anymore.
1: Oh, Yeah. (laughs) that one league is crazy. So there's the league we're in the uh, roster up league. There's no trades. I don't think one trade has happened. Then the other league with me and Ooze that he runs, there's like in the twenties, I, I would say of trades. And so one guy's trying to get one player from me and give me Fournette, And I was like, nah, but he wanted woods. But then I almost traded him for Henderson right before his injury. But the guy who had uh, Henderson didn't want to – you know, he got gold feet. Mm. Um, so I was a little bit more mad that I don't have him anymore because I like Robert Woods. I've been a huge Robert Woods guy for a couple of years. He's helped me in other fantasy leagues when people are especially down on him. And this year, he kind of just – you know, he's kind of risen to
0: He his was, really, cap- was really. Everybody was really high on him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Especially because compared to
0: where Cup ended up going,
1: yeah. Especially because Matt Stafford joined, because you just thought the production would be more. But anyway, yeah. Back to the studs of this week. Kendrick Bourne, like we said, got his first touchdown. I think Devontae Smith strung together two games now. Yeah, twenty and twenty after coming off a two-point game, eight-point game, and a four-point game. Talking fancy points here.
0: Um but it's it's good to see he's doing that, but he still only has single digit targets yeah. six and six in both games, and now he's making the most of them. Um but in Philly it's not a high target game, it's there's gonna be a lot more runs, RPOs, because Stalen Hurts. I mean, why wouldn't you with the guys that um consistent making the right decision?
1: Yeah. So I don't know, anyone off this list, Agnew, Hunter Renfro, Brian Edwards, Kendrick Bourne, you're kind of like, maybe DeAndre Carter, you're kind of like, I'm interested, this might be the norm, or just, this was a one-off game.
0: Uh, There's a lot of one-off games in there, Hunter Renfro though, is going to be a bigger part of that offense, I mean, he's got no other choice, Henry Ruggs has really messed up a lot of stuff, including other people's lives. And Hunter Renfro was there to eat it up. Brian Edwards might be there, too. I want to see a little bit more out of him. But Hunter, he's got a great uh, route running. Um, even when he almost falls, he got a great route running. One of the touchdown he caught just this yeah. past week. Didn't he fall?
1: Like, I remember he, seeing the highlight. He did.
0: Yeah, they were like, even when he falls, he's able to, <laughs> able to sell it, yeah.
1: All right, let's keep it going. We've got our running backs. So, A.J. Dillon, Stevenson for the Patriots, Darrell Williams, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, who also got injured during the game again, Antonio Gibson, who I benched in one league.
0: Didn't somebody on this podcast call him brittle? Oh, yeah. I know somebody called him brittle. The law likes to. Like peanut brittle. (laughs) Let me tell you
1: something about the law, everyone, since we're here. He loves to be right. I mean, we have a bunch of. Uh, personal bets going on between me, him, and our wives. And this guy usually wins them. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, lie to you people. And this guy loves to be right. And yeah, here we are again with another uh, right synopsis, I guess, by the law. But hopefully Christian McCaffrey is okay. I haven't heard any news yet. He did come in, you know, top five here for this week, at least after returning from his injury. But we got your boy, Zeke, up here with two touchdowns. Uh, Mark Ingram, after, you know, Kamara being out. Matt Breida. Some names, you know, this is like we're going back a couple years now here. Um, And then also some rookies, Michael Carter, Najee Harris, James Conner. So, you know, obviously, A.J. Dillon, because – um Aaron Jones got hurt, but anyone else on this list, you're kind of like, that's interesting. One off game, need to pick them up.
0: Yeah, talk to me. Daryl, Darryl Williams. Um, a lot of his came out of the backfield as catching. Um, but that is interesting if he's available in your league still, which he probably shouldn't be. Um, I would look out for him. He's strung together some decent games for an RB3 or, or flex. Uh, he's gotten 22, 6, 14, 9, and then 26. It's going to be a lot of up and downs depending on who they're playing, but obviously he is their only run option at this point, and he's catching a lot of stuff out of the backfield.
1: Let's see. Just looking at the targets and the touchdowns. Oh, come on, computer. I got time for your crap. Christian McCaffrey with 10 targets. Uh, Swift had 33 carries and 130 yards and somehow didn't have a touchdown. If he had a touchdown, he'd probably be – how does he only hmm. have 15 points? What the heck? That's crazy. You
0: got... <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you don't score any touchdowns and you're yeah. not catching a lot out of the backfield. Okay, it must be that.
1: But uh, anyone else on this list? I mean, Stevenson is probably worth the pickup. But like we've always said, and other, you know, fantasy football analysts can tell you, like, it is very hard to predict the New England backfield. So I'm not going to sit here and, and tell worse, you. And worse, yeah, like Damian Harris
0: here. is back, you have no idea if a Stevenson's still going to get the ball. Correct.
1: And uh, I think that's it on my watch. Let's go to the quarterbacks, the studs for this week. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes.
0: Finally, left the duds category and came back to the studs.
1: Very true. And then we have
0: after the another dud from last week. Yeah, yeah, Dak came back.
1: And we didn't talk about this because we last missed last uh, last week's show. We missed last week's show. Um, it, it felt like a freaky Sunday on week nine because a lot of upsets, a lot of blowouts that you weren't expecting, including. Dallas versus the Broncos and then it was almost like night and day let's go put up 40 something points on Atlanta so it's good to see Dak back um but and Patrick Mahomes but I would say Mac Jones Trevor Simeon Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Taylor Heineke, all, like, top ten. Those are very surprising to me. Um, So talk to me. Who do you think here is, you know,
0: just one-off game today or this week? I mean, Mac Jones. I mean, the last two weeks he had 11 points, five points, right? Um, Then he puts up 19. It's not that he doesn't put up a lot of points. He's only averaging 14 over the season. So it's not like he's all of a sudden clicking. He is going to get rookie of the year but that's because he's competing against who none of the other quarterbacks taking him in front of him four of them are not doing that well fields um what's the guy out of jacksonville
1: uh trevor or trevor, yeah,
0: trevor lawrence trevor lawrence um justin fields zach wilson yeah. trey lance can't even get the starting job yep um none of those people um Trevor Simeon is, don't expect a whole heck of a lot out of him on a week to week basis. Maybe he'll get you 15 points, 16 points. Um, Ryan Tannehill, it's it's hard to say with Ryan Tannehill because he doesn't have a running back option, really, right? They got Adrian Peterson, they got McMichaels, and they got another running back in there in Tennessee, but they seem to keep winning. Um, They're just doing it in different ways every week. Yeah. And his went up really because he had a rushing touchdown as well. So, mm-hmm. But there, there's a, a stark difference. Well, one, when you throw 400 yards for five touchdowns, you're going to get 40 points. And that's what mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes did. Yep. Um, but there's a big difference between the top three and then what comes after that. Josh yeah, Allen is still closer to Dak than he is to the fourth person. And the fourth person is closer to the 10th person which is Jimmy Garoppolo than he is to Josh Allen. So correct. Um, it's just one of those things where this week the quarterbacks were really, really heavy on the top and then it's kind of muddling in the middle. It's the middle of the season. Everybody's starting to get tired. People are starting to feel those injuries, feel those the long grind of the season and, and going into the bad weather. It's just going to make it that much worse. Very true. Very
1: true. All right, those were our studs and duds, everyone. A little out of order, just to keep things interesting here at the Russell. Um, let's see. Let's get in our quick question, and then we'll wrap up the show with some waiver wire pickups. So we didn't discuss this beforehand, but who before? Who is the player you're looking to either? is good twofold. You're a candidate to receive and a candidate to give away before the trade deadline.
0: Before the trade deadline, uh, assuming that your trade deadline is still open. Yep. Um, it's already too late to pull the trigger on Mike Williams. You've, you've missed the boat. Nobody's going to want to take him. Um, you should have sold him back a few weeks ago when I told you that it's not going to work out. I should have sold him a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You didn't listen to your own advice. Yeah, I didn't listen. Well, there's not a lot of suitors, right? I mean, people still would rather, and in many of the leagues I'm in, they'd much rather still keep going with their team than to risk it and, and get a dud. Um, so it's just even when you show them, look, this is basically a an even swap. They don't. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to do the trades. Yeah. Um, People you may want to try and receive is see if you can get Russell Wilson for for a song. See if you can get him a little bit lower. They're going to have to make a push for the playoffs. I don't think they're going to turn him and try and shut him down. Seattle's not in a position to try and win a draft pick, and it's not like there's anybody coming out in this draft that they're looking for. They need a whole overhaul of their offensive line, and and even their running back and and pass catching. which is just not going to happen with one pick high in a draft. Um, Russell is a good candidate. Um, somebody you may want to try and get rid of is if you're holding on to. Um, hmm. You might want to see what you can get for CD Lamb. The last few weeks they've been pretty high. Um, this past week, it was very high. And depending on where you had drafted them, it might be you might be able to get up and get some of uh, running back that you could use if you're sitting there and he's your third or fourth option on your your team. In my league, he is actually my third or fourth option, and I have the problem on a week to week basis deciding whether or not to start him or Keenan out. Um, or deciding between him and Marquise Brown in another league. Um, and, of course, I'm going to end up making the wrong decision week to week. So it's better to take that off the hand and get a better running back so I don't have to worry about that. That makes me thin at receiver, but it might make me stronger at running back. And now that I'm past most of my buys, it might be the better idea to do that.
1: Okay, okay. So taking in consideration, let's say this team, my team, we've got C.D. Lamb since we're talking about him, Chris Godwin, Chase, Devontae Smith, and Mike Williams. So in this case, would you still try and give away C.D. Lamb even though I would say he's my wide out one, two, you know, on any given week, but I got these other three, four guys to fill in.
0: Yeah. So Devontae isn't high enough that you're going to get a whole lot out of him. Um, so out of those receivers, I think CD land would probably be the CD Lamb or Godwin would probably be the easier ones to move. Mm-hmm. And I would try and shore up the running back because you could always put quarter Patterson into your flex option mm-hmm. and move Devontae into your wide receiver and put that third running back in there. Yeah. But going week to week trying to see if Pollard's going to put up 12 points for you or going to just put up three is probably not the way you're going to want to go as your second running back. No, yeah, he's only in there because Aaron Jones got hurt. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but every
1: Tuesday morning I wake up early, set my lineups for this week, and then I like stare at them throughout the week and trying to fix them instead of like Ooze who likes to kind of do it closer to, you know, when the final reports are in or out. I guess, near Friday.
0: I like to have it set up just in case. I don't put a whole lot of thought into it. I throw pretty much just the projected stats up first.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then I visit it towards the end of the week after Thursday's games just to see if somebody's up or down in the reports. Oh, so at goodness. least if I forget the look, I had something set. All
1: right. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right let's go to some waiver wire pickups why don't you give three i'll give three and we'll wrap up the show
0: well who did we go over let's uh let's review who's out this week who the teams are off this week
1: oh um only the broncos
0: and the rams only the broncos and the rams so that means most likely your starting quarterback is sitting down um with uh, um, Matt Stafford. So you may be looking for somebody. Mac Jones is going up against Atlanta. It's a short week. Um, There's not going to be a lot of prep, but Atlanta is susceptible to a lot of defensive points. So Mac Jones is out there in a lot of leagues. He's only rostered in about 14% of leagues, especially Mm -hmm. on ESPN. So look for him if you need that quarterback. Um, If you're looking for a running back, You could try Stevenson and hope that he's out there. Um, You may also want to look at some of the other ones. If Deontay Foreman is still out there for Tennessee, he's not going to get you a heck of a lot of points, but he might be good for streaming instead of Henderson. Um, And that's pretty much it in the running backs. Um, And then you're looking for wide receivers because you're losing – OBJ, most likely, if you kept him and you're losing Cup. Um, it's a darn shame that we're not mentioning any other players <laughs> out this week. But that being said, um, Kendrick Bourne is still out there in a lot of leagues. Um, he's averaging 10 points. He's a good flex. Uh, if you're moving somebody off your off that out of the flex into Cooper Cup spot, um, Even if you even thought of putting OBJ in your lineup, you might be able to replace him. And um, Albert Wilson has gotten a bigger role in the Miami Dolphins. He might be somebody to look at for this week um, just, just to, to take a flyer on because he had a bigger week last week. Um, they lost Will Fuller. They have the injury at the tight end. And so there might be more ability there. Plus the Miami Dolphins playing against the Jets. Don't expect a lot of defensive uh, stops there.
1: All right. You basically covered all the positions for me and pickups. and Some other names i like to throw out there. If Gallup's still on your waiver wire, might want to look at him. Um, Robbie Anderson had a touchdown with Cam, I believe. So I know he has been a major fall from grace or a big letdown, whatever you want to call it. But maybe this new connection with Cam might do Robbie Anderson some good um looking forward past week 13 tim patrick might get dropped by some leagues he had that nice big game against dallas but that was just maybe because of a blowout but if he can replicate something somewhat to that type of performance then he might be good going into the following week and hunter henry Cocklin, mooney just some other guys that might be on your waiver wire and like we've mentioned before guys you know go Check out the areas in the in the, all the platforms where it's kind of like trend trends for your players. You know, you'll see who's getting picked up. Um, there'll be a probably some like bizarre person who dropped. Um, you know, some decent player that you can just stash on your bench for following weeks. Maybe put them in your IR if they you know might have a chance of coming back. So. Uh, you know go search in your leagues for these different type of players that might have been dropped that we didn't mention so it's good to be back it's uh been a while felt good to talk the fantasy
0: with you law law yeah and let's hope that ooze can make the next show
1: oh yeah so it's been real guys hope you enjoyed this episode come back for more there'll be 11 week 11 preview coming soon and we'll have a little bit of twist in that one at least so that's our show take care have fun doing fantasy peace